three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations. We got a full couch. Look at that. We got Guada here. Pan. 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 Quick. She's here. And Angus is still here. And oh yeah, and Jamison's. I'm here too. Jamison's been here. Yes. He been here. And next to Angus is Gerard. <laughs> and next to Gerard is Cheyenne. Yeah. And it's me. And next to Cheyenne is me, Jello. So. And next to Jello is. is yeah. The cameraman. Panty yourself. Panty yourself. Pan it. Pan it. Pan it. Pan no? it. Nah. Uh, yeah. uh, he doesn't want me. No one knows what you look like. Nah. <laughs> All right. Well. So this episode is for the lonely people out there, okay? So we're going to talk about loneliness. So let's say someone comes up to you and they are... So this is rare that someone that's dealing with loneliness would come up to you, actually, because generally they isolate themselves. What is your wisdom for them? Okay, so when it, when it comes to loneliness, all right, just for this example, because he says he never gets lonely, I'm going to use Jamison as the example. If Jamison never came up to me, I was like, hey, bro, I'm, I've really been feeling lonely lately. The first thing I would do is I would just truly empathize, but don't get sympathetic about it. Like, understand where they're coming from. Mm. Uh, you don't want to, I, I guess, put them, uh, push them down the way. Like, ah, you feel lonely. Mm. No, uh, you want to be genuine in your response. So, if mm. Jamison came up, uh, first off, I, I'd, I'd say, hey, man, thanks for sharing that with me. Hmm. You know, you've taken the first step to coming out of there. You've taken, you've just shown that you truly want to bring change about that. Just acknowledge that there's strength in that. Because hmm. loneliness and isolation, it is, it's, it's truly difficult. When I went through everything uh, over the past two years, we all know lockdowns happened. We mm. were all forced into isolation. Mm. Uh, and when there's isolation within the isolation, mm. it's particularly troubling. It's, yeah. You know, different house dynamics, different family dynamics, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, I would share the experiences I've had and the truth that comes out of that. Because loneliness and being alone are two different things. Mm. When you are being alone that's when you have that time to really meditate mm. and really focus on the word of God, when you can pray, when you can really get in line with mm. everything. But when you're lonely, mm. that's when it's more of a, I feel this mm. way. It's a feelings thing. Yep. I feel lonely. I feel mm. isolated. Mm. I feel rejected. Mm. And mm. again, with comparison, with offense, that isolation, it's a distraction to the truth. The truth is, God said, I will not abandon you. Mm. I will not leave you orphans. Mm. You know, we are not called to, to, you know, just focus on, man, I suck. I'm, I'm alone. I'm broken. I'm rejected. Nobody this, nobody that. So if Jamison was to come up to me, I would just simply remind him, hey, you are loved. You are never alone. He is in you. Mm. I love you. Your wife loves you. We all love you. Mm. You're not alone. Yeah. You just, you, 
genuinely come from a point of empathy and you share love because ultimately what brought me back was love Mm. what brought me out of that place was not and yes it was through my relationship that i started opening myself up more but it wasn't my relationship that brought me back it was god Mm. through my relationship it was the prayers Mm. that you guys have been doing in the background knowing that it's the prayers that my girlfriend had been praying for me It's love. So when someone comes up saying, hey, I've been lonely, I've been alone, I feel isolated, I feel rejected, showing genuine love, compassion, concern, and empathy, Hmm. that is going to open the door to a much, Hmm. much more inviting and overwhelming feeling of love. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And it's genuine love that just changes things. That's right. When you know that God loves you, it changes right, things. Yeah. Mm. Your own thoughts, your own feelings. You can be isolated by how you feel about yourself. Mm. You can be isolated by how people talk about you. You can be isolated by anything. Mm. But the love of God, as soon as you get that revelation of how much God loves you, bang, mm. it's gone. Yeah. Mm. And loneliness is that feeling. But being alone and being in the presence of God is that action. Mm. And it's by taking action that you bring the realization, hey, God loves me. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Um, I just want to share a quick verse. Well, context to this verse, um, what I was going through at that time was was the feeling of being alone, um, was that feeling of being isolated and mm. not really having everyone or anyone. <clears throat> so I remember I was just in bed by myself. Um, I had no one to, to talk to. No one's blowing up my phone, hmm. whatever. And I was reading Matthew right at the end. And like I, I usually read chapter by chapter hmm. and I was going to finish up on 28 and then go to bed. And then Matthew 28, right at the end, um, it says, All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. So this is the part that hit me. And behold... I'm with you always to the end of the age. Mm. And I just paused there for a moment and I was like, yeah, no, I might feel feel alone. I might feel lonely, but I'm I'm not alone. Mm. So like what Angus Angus was saying. Angus. Um, Angus. <laughs> Angus. Angus. Uh, what Angus was saying, uh, loneliness and being alone are two different things. That's right. As Christians, we are never alone. That's right. um, in Hebrews, it talks about... Uh, God says, um, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That's right. In the Amplified, it says, I will not, I will not, I will not. That's right. So there's em- emphasis um, on the I will not leave. Mm. In those moments of feeling lonely, it is easy to see where everyone is not, mm. where you wish people had. But um, one thing that really ministered to me, I opened up to these guys and something Jello said to me, in private was you can frame that feeling of loneliness as a, a deeper longing to get to know Jesus better. That's a good word. Um, <laughs> it is, it is. Um, the the guy who said it is also single and is no. very wise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he that, that really, really ministered to me. I was like, okay, so I feel this way. I feel excluded. I feel isolated. But I know God doesn't want me feeling like that because one, I am called. Two, I am predestined. Three, I'm a, a royal priesthood uh, under him. Mm. I'm an ambassador of Christ. My citizenship is in heaven. I am loved. 
he has a purpose for me and his purpose for me is good so all these things that are from the word i had to start feeding myself again like yeah. you know what i might feel this way but that's not the truth yeah because the word says he'll never leave me or forsake me that's right mm. so totally encourage you to just open up to someone you really trust someone you and vulnerability being vulnerable mm. is always challenging mm. because it's literally you it feels like you're going out there naked and then people can just start picking you apart but a good friend won't do that mm. they'll just accept you for it like and they'll help you through it mm. they'll clothe you they'll feed you mm. and they'll be with you through it yeah so mm. thank god for this team i pray that you have a a family or a friend that um that you can turn to and in yeah, if you don't, you have God still. Mm. So you can open up to God. There was a moment in my life where I was feeling alone again mm. um, and I was just crying in my room. And I, I think it was a bit after my mom passed away and I said, God, I just I just need a hug. And this, after a couple of seconds, this warm embrace just mm. covered me, dude. Mm. And it was just like this most surreal feeling of love, of comfort, man. Mm. It was just, yeah. There's been so many moments in my life where where I've had those experiences with God where I feel lonely and then God just loves on me. Mm. So, yeah. Something I wanted to ask you guys, once you became committed in a relationship, got married or got a girlfriend, boyfriend, did that help with loneliness? I think for me it did because um, the last time I felt lonely or that sense of loneliness was... Uh, before I came to Christ and also before I met Guada. Because mm. um, I think, you know, be- before entering to both relationships, one with God and one with my wife, mm. I was actually very lonely. And there was this longing, I know it's very common, but longing for a relationship or longing to, you know, connect with someone who sees eye to eye with you, you know, where you guys can share a vision together. Because mm. I know that um, for myself, I started feeling more lonely because... Uh, in search and pursuit of a partner, mm. I was uh, constantly rejected. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not compatible for anyone or maybe no one wants to accept me for who I am. So in that, in that sense, yes, I felt alone until obviously entering into a relationship with God that, um, that kind of brought me to a place where I'm, I realized I'm never going to be lonely again. Um, you know, in my case, I was very blessed because he brought Guada into my life because he also used Guada in that area where I didn't feel that I, you know, was rejected anymore because I finally found someone who I was compatible with, mm. someone who I can actually see eye to eye and share a vision with. So in that sense, yes, it did help me overcome that sense of feeling. But of course, that's not the same case for everyone. Mm. I know for myself, I give glory to God for that. He did that for me. And um, yeah, I wouldn't say there was anything that I did um, to take that glory, it was just all God's, all God's work for me. Mm. What about you, Guara? Well, actually, all of you, all of you are in a relationship. Did like what's what happened? <laughs> what's it like? All right, everybody, all at once, let's go. <laughs> like um, for someone that's uh, like, say, if someone is just yearning for that relationship and they are going, they're kind of like committed to that loneliness until they get a relationship. What would you say mm. to them? Like I've heard that God is in me; I'll never be alone. Yet they still feel lonely. Because they like they're single, yeah. Um, I think as humans, we we crave companionship, and that's the way God has made us. In Genesis, it's, it's God says it's not good for man to be alone. So we are made for fellowship. Mm. 
made for fellowship with one another, made for fellowship with God, mm. um, first and foremost. So I think in that sense where people still feel lonely, like loneliness is, um, so loneliness is a soul issue. Mm. Your feeling of uh, being lonely might be totally valid, mm. but at the same time, that feeling of loneliness is a lie mm. because God says, I will never leave you. Mm. He's there. He's there. So being into that, like being committed to loneliness, like you said, I don't think, I don't think that's the, the right way to frame what so, someone's life situation might be looking like at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's more like, okay, so, well, I don't have a partner, but I have my brothers and sisters in Christ. I don't have that relationship that, you know, like growing up, you might have always wanted to be a family person. Like mm-hmm. you've wanted a, a big family, you've wanted kids, um, and you're longing for someone to fill that void. Mm-hmm. But it's not supposed to be someone filling that void. You're supposed to be full, mm-hmm. full of God. So with, with the relationships that we're in, like I've been in a relationship with uh, my girlfriend now for eight years and that's a long ass time, isn't but it? isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you yeah, know, so it's been a, been a long ass time, but at the, at the same time, there have been moments within my relationship where the both of us have felt lonely. Mm. We have both opened up to each other and be like, we feel, I feel lonely. I feel like I don't have any friends. Mm. Um, and you know, we've prayed together like, man, Someday God's going to give us some friends that we can really, really um, stick around. And so we pray about it. We, we make the effort. Like both of us are sort of like introverted. So I'm the, the less introverted one, but I'm still an introvert. Mm. But we both make the effort of trying to communicate with people and fellowshipping. And it's mm. like, it's challenging. Sometimes it's grueling. I, sometimes I just want to not talk to anybody, mm. but we have to make the effort. Um, yeah, we have to be making that first step That's right. to, to fellowship in Proverbs. It talks about how a, a fool isolates themselves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. isolating ourselves is a mistake. So we need to be going out there, making friendships, talking to people, yeah. um, having that iron sharpen, sharpens iron type relationships, being intentional That's with good. fellowship That's as good. well. Yeah. Um, so wanting to connect like, um, God says, like I said at the start of what I was saying, um, it's not good for man to be alone. We long for companionship. We long for fellowship. We long for fellowship with him. And as humans, we are wired to fellowship with one another. Mm. So, yes, fellowship yeah. is key. Mm. Yeah. I went through recently an intense renewing of mind. So the last three weeks, a couple. it's now a couple of weeks ago now, uh, I went to a desolate place because I had, I was dealing with these loneliness um, feelings, and and I think that's something that a lot of people go through because most of the people that have left church, they their reason for leaving church is because they didn't feel connected, mm-hmm. and I was feeling that way. Yet I was in all of the church's activities, and I was that person yearning for a relationship. I was the only single person besides another person in church and that other and like it seemed that the people that were single were unstable and it felt like you need to have that relationship in order to be okay Mm. but 
what ended up happening because of that, I became someone that was unpleasant to be around and thus created a cycle where people looked at me and wanted to be away from me and that isolated me even further. Mm. And so something that Pastor Paul was telling me, those who want friends need to be friendly first. Amen. Mm. And uh, it's not a good. immediate formula where you are, all right, I'll be friendly to this person and if they will have to reciprocate friendliness mm. to me. It's not that mm. way. Mm. Again, like the a previous episode, you trust God, not the action. So yeah. you trust God saying that you've got to be friendly first and he will add friends yeah, to you. Mm. And because you are a friendly person, you have this aura around you, this glory around you that's inviting. Mm. And that's something that um, I did not have. Like uh, Sean was sharing the other day that I was the most unapproachable person in the church. I wasn't aware, but that was the reality because I was needy. I was wanting people to add to me first. Wow. And so the, the solution that I have for everyone that's going through loneliness is to trust God at His Word he, and obey. He says that if you want friends, you need to be friendly first. Yeah. Okay, And my, uh, the default reaction was for me to only be friends with the people that are friendly to me. Wow. But where that led me was no one wants to be friends with someone that's so unpleasant. Mm right that is constantly drawing from people and testing people to see if they're my friend or an acquaintance seeing if they're there for me all that stuff but yeah once once you start to trust god and um do what he says that it's just an open door for him yeah, to bless you absolutely. so a verse another verse that is in my heart now is ephesians 6 8 and it says whatever good you do God will repay you. Mm. So whatever you make happen for other people, mm. God will make it happen for you. Mm. So if you are that friend for people, if you are that shoulder to cry on for people, if you are that stable person that people can rely on, uh, like the Bible says, talks about how you can be a tree that's planted by the waters that yep. many birds come and eat yeah. the fruit of. Yeah. You want to be that person. That's it. And then when you are that person, God can bless you even more too. That's right. And that's how you s start walking in that overflow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're walking in what God says to do. Wow. Mm. Right? But if you don't do that and you go by feeling, you right. are subject to the natural way of thinking, mm. which is, oh, these, per these people don't care about me. I've said that to you guys before, right? right? Like, I feel like no one cares. I feel like no one loves me. No one... No one checks up on me. But have you checked up on anyone? Wow. Oh. Wow. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I haven't checked up on anyone. Wow. And so for years, there are so many people that have left the church. And I realize now I'm that person for them. I should have been that leader. right? And another thing that Pastor Paul was telling me is that loneliness is a sign that you are being prepared for leadership. And it's because that loneliness is drawing you aside to seek God in a deeper mm. way, mm. right? So you're not distracted. And that was definitely true for me. Like every moment of the day, I'm seeking God because I can't, I can't deal with this loneliness anymore, right? <laughs> I can't deal with it anymore. So everything reached uh, ahead where it was, it was seek God and do what He says or die. 
and I was suicidal. That's why I had to go to that desolate place and realign and get my head straight and um, get back to my first love. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's an epidemic now at church where people just leave church because they don't feel connected. They don't feel that it's a loving area. Um, But uh, something Dan Moller says is it should be loving because you're there. We're supposed to be walking in love the way Jesus walked in love. Mm-hmm. And if you are constantly uh, seeking and wanting things from people, you're outside of walking in love. Another thing that helped me was in Revelations 3.20, Jesus is talking to the church here. Pastor Paul was sharing to me, um, so he gave me the keys to the church. This was like maybe the first meeting we had. He gave me the keys to the church so I can come in early. And then I was there. And then he called me, he's like, Jella, let me in, I'm locked up. I came to the door, I let him in, and then we started talking. And it's like, if you hadn't let me in, I'd be locked up. He connected that to that verse in Revelations 3.20 that says, Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Mm. And he's talking to the church. And the church are the people that have invited him already to his heart. But Jesus is saying, I'm still knocking. Mm. And so what I realized that in my issues with loneliness... Have I included God? Mm. Right? And there's people that have left the church because, oh, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. I'm not feeling connected. They're neglecting me, blah, blah, blah. Where's God in the situation? Mm. Jesus wants to be your friend. And then it clicked to me that I've locked him out. (laughs) I've locked Jesus out. And he says in Revelation 3.20, if you let me in, I'll dine with you. And that's Mm. like a kind of friendship. And I did that, and it was like, I was just simply, Jesus, come in. Like a welcome guest. If you've ever um, hosted a party, come in, come in, come in. And then I felt a supernatural Mm. peace that wiped away all of the offense, all of the loneliness feeling, because He's here. My Lord, my Savior, my best friend, my God is here. Right, And another revelation I had was we let God in to our house, but then, you know, have you ever like let someone in, but you didn't, uh, you didn't clean your room? So, and then you start walking upstairs, they start following you upstairs. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> My room's not clean. Leave it at, like that, come up here. And I feel like we did the same with God. And I was doing the same with God. I was, mm. you can come this far and no further. Mm. And so I wasn't... Wow. I wasn't willing to open up to him about my hurts, Mm. about my giants. Mm. And um, these things were stopping me from moving forward. And it says um, to let go of the sin that weighed you down so you can run the race. And in the race, uh, up until three weeks ago, I was stagnant for years. So invite God to it. Mm. Loneliness is just a like Jamison said, is a lie from the pit of hell. Gerard said that, not me. Oh, Gerard said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sorry, lie. Sorry. We said that all together. <laughs> we all say it. We're all in agreement that it's a lie. That's right. Does anyone have anything to add? That's really good. That was really good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So I have a few more verses. I, it's just, I'm just so, this is so fresh to me because this was really weighing me down for so long. Um, part two? Yeah, all right, part two. 
All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at contact at harvestnowchurch.com to suggest a topic to talk about or to ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.